The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Pure Opelka. I have zero tattoos. There used to be a guy who worked at the Blaze who was sleeved, as they say, completely sleeved. His arms were covered from the shoulders down to his wrists, both arms. He also had tattoos on his back and on his chest, and he had started getting uh, his legs covered with tattoos. And I said, "What, what are you doing? Name was Mason. So what are you doing, Mason? He goes, oh, just, you know, I'm, I'm turning my body into a canvas. And I said, okay, I, I don't get it. I totally don't get it. And, and that's just me. People with tats doesn't necessarily mean they're bad. They're just different. They look at their, their skin as a canvas. I look at my skin as a gift. And I just don't know about putting something today on, on that canvas that in, in a year or five years or 50 years, I might regret. So I'm, I'm completely tat free, but I started interviewing people who are in the tattoo business and I discovered something fascinating. They're mostly libertarians. The tattoo artists, the tattoo business owners that I have talked to and I've surveyed Many in Delaware, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, and many from around the country because there is a massive tattoo culture that does these conventions every year. And as I sat with the people watching them apply tattoos to their clients, they, they actually took time to describe to me how they got in the business, and many of them got into the business after they got their first tattoo and said, you know what? This is a job. This is something I could do. There are many who are artists and they realize that owning a tattoo parlor and putting their art onto people was ultimately more profitable than trying to make great paintings or sculptures and sell them out in the very competitive art world. It's a little different kind of a business model. But most of them, as I said, were libertarians. These are people who who have small businesses. A lot of them were husbands and wives, boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever, small families. And they had a storefront in a mall or a storefront on a strip mall. And people would come in and be their clients. And I always think that it's a one-time thing. But the tattoo artist, the tattoo business, looks at this as an ongoing thing because people are always always changing their tattoos. 
they might see something they've they've gotten in, enamored of and they want to memorialize it on their skin. Look no further than the NBA and the current playoffs. The players and the tattoos, there are myriad tats all over these people. And they're they're now talking about making electronic tattoos that could be implanted on your skin and they could be used as passwords for your digital devices. Anybody nervous about that? According to some reporting on thebigthink.com, which is kind of a cool place to check out, there's a chance that in the next generation, Motorola phones, the Google Android phones, would come with the ability to recognize electronic tattoos. Would you get one? I don't know about this. But they have discussed this this technology at, at different conferences. And the Internet's just wondering, well, how does a digital tattoo work? It likely requires the implantation of tiny sensors or circuits under your that epidermis, that epidermal layer of human skin. And that would make them waterproof. That would make them uh, not, not able to be stretched or twisted while still making them able to register or send pulses, digital pulses capable of being recognized by your smartphones. I don't know about this. These digital tattoos would also be able to take different readings on your body, your heart rate, your body temperature, and be sending a complete picture of your body health. See, this is where I get a little nervous. I, Because to me, once that's there, once that chip, those digital tattoos, as they're calling them, or epidermal electronics are in your skin, that means somebody else could be reading what's coming out of there, too. Can you imagine? Uh, what happened? Well, I got uh, identity theft. No, no, my tattoo got hacked. My digital tattoo got hacked. I think we're probably on the front edge of this implantable technology. It's different than wearable technology because it's always there. But I wonder. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. What's going to happen? What's next? What's the next bit of technology? And, and we're, we're obviously going to talk about it. We're going to deal with it because we're going to pay attention to it. Speaking of tattoos, there's a, another side of the tattoo story that I need to tell. And this one's a weird one. This one deals with a guy who just got a brand new tattoo and um, he died. Now, he didn't die from the tattoo, but he got the tattoo on his, on his arm. No, it's the back of his, yeah, his arm. It was on his arm. It said, Jesus is life. Jesus is my life. And apparently his doctor told him, um, you shouldn't be going into water, like swimming in oceans or lakes or rivers without without the tattoo completely healing? Because let's face it, they inject ink into your skin. It creates a little wound, a puncture wound into your skin. Now, granted, when you, when you rate wounds of the skin, you use the, 
the word pale, P-A-I-L, to indicate the severity of the wound, puncture, abrasion, incision, and laceration. A puncture, and they go from least invasive, least troubling, to most troubling. So a puncture is just a, a, a poke through the skin, and it's the least problematic break in the skin. A puncture, an abrasion is when, obviously, you scrape. An incision is a straight line. A laceration is a complicated, complex tearing of the skin, and that's, that's usually the worst. But a puncture. So think of the punctures that happen when you get a tattoo. Those are all little opportunities. If your skin doesn't heal, those are all little opportunities for infection to jump in. So this guy got the tattoo and a few days later, instead of listening to both doctors and the tattoo artists, decided he was going to go swimming. So he jumped into the Gulf of Mexico for a swim just five days after getting the tattoo. A few days later, he was admitted to a hospital here in Dallas complaining of severe pains near the area of the tattoo on his calf. Doctor said, hey, you better keep that clean. Got to prevent infections. He died less than two months later because he got one of those bacteria that go in and start eating your skin and inside your body. He had a flesh-eating bacteria that got into his body. He was on life support 24 hours after he was admitted into the hospital. So while I think the tattoo art is wonderful, I think the tattoo culture is fascinating. I love hearing that these are mostly entrepreneurial spirits who are actually doing great things and they have family values and they're people that want small government, at least from my uh, discussion with them. I also tell our friends in the tattoo community, when both the doctor and the tattoo artist tell you, hey, um, don't go in any lakes, rivers, or oceans until this thing fully heals, you know, give it a rest. Would it have, would it have killed you to, uh, to have waited a week? No, but it did kill you to go into the ocean. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand.